Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday. We're in the season of Ordinary Time, the tenth week after Pentecost. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Visit us with your salvation, and sustain us with your gracious Spirit. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. You have been born anew through the living and abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Kings chapter 19. At that place, Elijah came to a cave and spent the night there. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, What are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it away. The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Now, now there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks and pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of sheer silence. Elijah heard it. He wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Then there came a voice to him that said, What are you doing here, Elijah? He answered, I have been very zealous for the Lord, the God of hosts, for the Israelites have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they are seeking my life to take it. Then the Lord said to him, Go. Return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive, you shall anoint Hazael as king over Aram. You shall also anoint Jehu, son of Nimshi, as king over Israel. And you shall anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat Abel-Meholah, as prophet in your place. Whoever escapes the sword of Hazael, Jehu shall kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will, shall kill. I will leave 7,000 in Israel, 
all the knees of those who have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. The word of the Lord. Not in the powerful wind, not in the earthquake, not in the fire, but out of sheer silence, the Lord speaks to his prophet Elijah. Already Elijah has endured all kinds of noise, conflict, and violence. He is tired. He is scared. He is at the end of his abilities. And here now he finds silence and peace and the comfort of God's favor and the ongoing love of God's call. The word God speaks from out of the sheer silence is a word that marks the end of Elijah's time as service as prophet and a time of transition in Israel, but it is also a word that assures Elijah that while some have forsaken the Lord and turned aside from the life-giving and life-sustaining relationship that is in that covenant with the Lord, there are still some who have remained faithful to the Lord. And what's more, that God is acting to set things right in the world. God is creating a future. And that is maybe even more comforting. The Lord's faithfulness, the Lord's continuing relationship with God's people in the world, the Lord not just walking away, but setting things right or promising to set things right. For Elijah, then this is the beginning of his end, the end of his struggle, the beginning of his rest. But for Israel, and for the Lord's prophets, and for those who have not bowed to Baal, there is a future, and God is out in front bringing it to pass. God's word is going out to make this happen. And at the beginning of this day, where we stand right now, and the beginning of this week, where are we? Some of us are longing for rest and peace. The Lord knows that. The Lord graciously gives both rest and peace to the weary. Some of us, however, are waiting to see what God will do next and praying that we might participate in God's ongoing story of life and salvation through Christ, that we might be part of, as followers of Jesus, the healing of the world. The Lord graciously leads and guides us then, not from violence, not from storm, not from earthquake, not from the edge of a sword, not from fire, not from any other powerful or destructive force, but from a still, small voice of God's word that brings us to life and gives that life to the world. It is as we have seen in Christ Jesus our Lord. God does not have to rage or shout or lift up his voice or lift his sword, but only act according to God's loving kindness and faithfulness to create new life and to give us both peace and rest and work and purpose and always the promise of a new future, of a world sets right, opened up each day by the grace and love of God through Christ our Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way 
to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For who else, for what else, are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might act in faithfulness to you and for the well-being of the people that they are called to govern. For people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, that they might know peace and they might know a time of healing. For those who are sick, for those who are mourning, for those who are watching and waiting, for all who work for peace and international harmony, that their efforts bear fruit, that lives might be changed and transformed, that violence might be put away, and that love might reign. For all who strive to save this earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For who else? For what else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. And Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us always to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the Holy Spirit fill you with new life and abundant joy in the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.